Yes, everyone. I just tweeted that. <laughs> the 2020 election was stolen and rigged. And everyone knows that, and, and, and including these leftists, including Brandon. Hello, everyone there. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Ray, and this is episode number 77. And thank you, Elon. Elon Musk officially owns Twitter. Now we have, we finally, finally have free speech back. Finally. And I, I'm glad about this. Like I'm last, like it happened yesterday where the deal closed, where Elon walked into Twitter and he basically, he fired a bunch of people and like told them to get out and, and out of the building and stuff like that. And Elon officially has become the CEO of Twitter and he's taken the company private already. So that's good right there. Really, really good. And like I was doing a, a live last night with Osiris and um, also Black Pegasus and Che came on there, which that was fun as hell. And like it was really good. Like we talked about this for like maybe three hours, something like that. Now, Che and um, Pegasus, they weren't there the entire time. It was mostly me and Osiris, but they came on in the middle of it. And like um, Che had to leave like after a little bit, then um, but Pegasus stayed till the end of it. And like it was really fun, guys. You should go check that episode out. And by the way, this episode is not on YouTube and it's not on Facebook because like um, there's a lot of things that I'm going to be talking about in this that I'm not going to be allowed to talk about on those platforms. But this video right here is live on Rumble and is also live on Twitter and it will be on all the other podcast platforms. Um, I will upload it um after I get done with this doing doing the live. Well, we'll be posted technically um, at um, nine. Oh, it'll technically be posted at 10 um, a.m. Eastern. So, yeah, be ready for that when it posts on the, if you're on the podcast platform, if you're watching it from that. Okay. But, but like I said, guys, this is the Ray Infinity Show podcast. Like um, we, we finally have some free speech back after a long, long time. And I'm just glad about it. Like, finally, can we just finally start talking and at least start sharing our own opinions? Like um, like when we were doing the live yesterday, like it was so funny. Like me, Osiris, and and um, Che and Pegasus, we were looking at um, at tweets posted on Twitter, and it was hilarious. Like just looking at some of the what these some of these people have posted. Like, oh my god, <laughs> Gina Carano posted this, but like um, <laughs> but like <laughs> okay, look at some of these people right here. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, man, he is hilarious right here. Oh, this is this was funny right here. This was funny. <laughs> like CNBS, everybody. They are visibly shaken. Daniel tell us he owns a Tesla and doesn't know how he's going to make payments. To be clear, I don't think the Tesla was top of his mind. I think Elon Musk was. So, like these are people there that were um that were that were laid off and that are leaving the building because Musk fired them all. So, like man, it was it was some pretty funny stuff right here pretty funny like <laughs> oh god i gotta show you guys some of these tweets first <laughs> like gary from nerd erotic like um uh let me get to it right here uh nerd oh where is it like he posted some funny funny stuff yesterday uh, yesterday yesterday i'm gonna go look at some of this right here oh <laughs> yep good night orlando 81 million votes is some bullshit. Yes, it was. And well, yes, it is, I should say. So <laughs> this is so f hilarious, guys. Like, um, I don't swear that much, but I'm going to swear in this because we finally have some free speech back just to celebrate. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do it right here. Oh, <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Where's Loco? 
Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Okay, I have to find some more. Like, this stuff is funny right here. Uh, where is this? Um, <laughs> where is this? I'm trying to find some more. Uh, uh, Doctor, Dr. Respect Your Elders. <laughs> is, <laughs> where is some of this, this stuff that he's posted? Uh, he did a lot yesterday. Like, a lot. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh <laughs> new pearl girl, um, um, pool girl like geeks and gamers. So, Jeremy, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, yep, here's some of the funny stuff he was spouting. Disney supports grooming and groomers, yes, they do. And he was hashtagging it and says, Gina back, missed you, girl. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say that one, but you guys see that right there. And um, this one right here, he's saying groomers, 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 groomer, groomers, and kept saying it all. He says, are you, and this person down here says, are you testing the Twitter mic? And Gary says, like, I'm just getting started. And, yeah, this is the best um, night on Twitter ever. So, yeah. <laughs> like, some of this stuff is, man, like, um, people were just testing the waters to just see what they could get away with. I was, I, I've been too, like. Some of these funny stuff down here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to f find some more of this stuff that I was posting yesterday. Where is this? Yeah. Uh, where is this? Like, um, uh, yeah, that's the thing about um, Paul Pelosi's attacker. I don't know if that's true. I'll, we'll have to talk about that later. So, yeah. Yep, this, this one was cool right here. Where like Trump was giving Elon a medal, like someone photoshopped it, like that—that's hilarious, right there. It's hilarious. So yeah, yep. I can't wait for Trump to come back. I can't wait. So yep. And that's—that's that's gotta be a that—that that, this tweet is gonna live in the history books forever. The what Elon put, um tweeted, the bird is free, and yes, the bird is free. It, it's awesome right here. Yeah, like uh. <sighs> yep yep soon like trump is gonna come back soon he i think he will like um yeah and trump actually sent out a thing i'm talking about how um he he, he his account is expected to come back soon who knows like here's some of the here's something i tweeted me last night federal agents caused january 6th and yes federal agents did so yeah this i'm just testing the waters to see what i could do as well yeah <laughs> The 2020 election was stolen with mail-in ballots from the Hot Twins. Yep. And yes, the vaccines don't work. Trump won the 2020 election. Thanos was Bill Gates' roommate. <laughs> like, man, Bill Clinton was on Epstein's plane. Like, wow. And Bill Gates is not a medical doctor. No, he is not. And Jill Biden is not a medical doctor, too. So, like... <laughs> some of this stuff, man, like I, I was just having fun. Like I was just trying to tweet as much as I could. <sighs> and someone talked like, this is the crazy thing right here. Like this has happened last night. What, something about the Arizona election between them, um, Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs, which I'm like, this was posted on some Fox 10 um, broadcasting thing where like, um, all where it was calling like Katie Hobbs winning already, which um was shocking and weird. So, who knows? Who knows what is going on? Like it's, it's worrying me a little bit. So I just hope hope things get better before um, November eighth, man. I just hope that is. Hope it gets much better because don't want anything bad happening. I do not. So yeah.
<laughs> All right, now I talked a little, a lot about that right there. So, yeah, like that, I've had some fun right here. But yeah, I'm gonna get talking more about the the art, the D, tw- uh, um, um, Elon actually buying Twitter. But but before I get into that. I want you all go to check out the Ray Studios merch store right here. Give me once I'm bringing the tab right up right here. Make sure to go buy some Ray Studios merchandise at spring at spring.com. Link is in the description below. We have we have hat. We, well, I don't have hats yet, but I have shirts. I have I have water bottles. I have a bunch of and I have some hoodies too, like, for like stuff from the original logos of the original of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. Love stuff. I have the logos from the first four episodes, and I put them into merchandise. More merchandise will come down the road, but that's going to be a bet. I also have a mug, a rate the Ray Studios mug, and my personal favorite um um mer- piece of merchandise is my Ultimate Mega shirt. This one is right here. I actually suggest everyone go out and buy this. This is some real fun stuff, and like I I, I hope we get. I'm, I plan to get even more Mega um gear right here because Osiris is so inspired me to get some more. So yeah, make sure go check out the Ray Studios merchandise thing. The website, it's the link is in the description below. Hope to hope you guys can. All right, all right. Let's get right into the let's get right into this because we're having some fun today, right here. What happened? Like, um, this is from the Washington Post, right here. Uh, right here. This is in the and the article is Elon Musk bought Twitter. Now what? We have free speech back. I'm not going to read the whole article, but I'm going to read um a a, bu- a bunch a, some of it. Elon Musk has taken control of Twitter after months of legal wrangling and negotiations, putting the billionaire in charge of one of the world's largest social media networks. And a lot of people were heckling him. Like, I'm, I forgot what I believe was it someone on Chris Kumo's new show? I, I could be wrong, wrong, but I saw a, a show earlier. I don't, like, I'm basically talking about it's bad to have like a billionaire in charge of one of the places where the most social discourse happens without um, right content regulation. Guess what? There was a Saudi prince on the head uh, who was a billionaire. Well, a Saudi billionaire that had um a, a big stake in Twitter. So you're kind of contradicting yourself right there, buddy. You kind of are. And plus, like there was some articles coming out about how um how um Elon Musk some um, buying Twitter it puts some things at risk. Like without content m- moderation, there could be a lot of bad things going on. So that just tells you what their entire goal is right here. Their goal is anti-free speech, and their goal is to push more censorship so they can get get more control over our lives. That's just what they're doing right here. Yeah. The deal closed on Thursday, according to a person familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymously to discuss sensitive matters. Hmm. Musk bought the social media company for $44 billion, matching the original price he offered earlier this spring. Yeah. The Twitter deal had um, has had a tumultuous year. Uh, uh, I'm gonna botch that. So yeah, Musk tried to back out of the agreement this summer. Like yeah, because he had to close this deal pretty soon because of some some lawyers. Uh, well, actually, a judge um, ordered it. Like otherwise, he could face some legal troubles. And Twitter sued him to force him to honor the deal. Just weeks before the matter was set to go to trial, Musk again offered to buy the company. And, th- and good thing that he did. Yeah. Who changed the Twitter? The interpreter who changed the Twitter bio this week to read "Chief Twit" is expected to take Twitter private and potentially lay off thousands of employees. Like he's laid off a whole bunch of them. So yeah, it, I expect a lot more to be laid off. So yeah, and what will happen now? Hmm. Well, why did Elon Musk buy Twitter? 
When Musk first launched a hostile takeover attempt to buy Twitter, he said he wanted the company to do a better job of promoting free speech. And like, yeah, after the Babylon Bee was censored for something, I don't, I don't want to talk about that here. Something about um, a joke, really. You guys know what it is. You can go check it out right now if you want to. And like he and, and Elon got in contact with um, Seth Dillon, who is the head of the Babylon Bee. And they, they had a conversation and like, yeah, that's one of the main reasons Musk decided to buy Twitter. Twitter has become kind of the de facto town square. So it's just really important that people have the both in reality and the perception that they are able to speak freely within the bounds of the law, he said during a TED interview in April. 100%. I believe as long as you're not breaking the law, you should not be silenced, in my view. On Thursday, he tweeted a letter to advertisers telling them he wants the, the site to be a place where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. And yes, like Joe Rogan said, the best way to counter wrong speech is with correct speech. So yeah, Musk, who has 110 million Twitter followers, regularly uses the site to announce updates for his companies, share memes, and broadcast his views on various political and culture topics. What is Elon going to do with Twitter now? Yeah. Musk has called the permanent ban on former President Donald Trump foolish in, in the extreme, and he said he would roll it back. I can't wait till when Trump gets back on, because guess what? Me and Osiris and possibly a few others, are, we're going to be having throwing a celebration to celebrate it. And that's going to be really fun. And said he would roll it back. Trump was banned after the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. No, it was not an insurrection. It was an inside job by federal agents. And so, yeah. Musk has suggested that permanent bans can be polarized speech, and it can. His public views on increasing free speech have led many to think that Musk could loosen content moderation at Twitter, and he has so far, which, well, not officially in the terms of service, but in the basic general sense with, with looking at what everyone's been posting, yeah, which currently has guidelines on removing violent hate speech and other offensive content from the site. There's no such thing as hate speech. There just isn't. There's no legal definition of what it is. It's just what it's what this very vague line of what anyone can interpret and potentially interpret as hate speech. That's just what it is. So, yeah. Employees and social media experts have expressed concern that Musk could undo Twitter's safeguards. They're, what safeguards? Allowing people to speak freely? Allowing people to use their First Amendment right? Yeah. Insiders and observers say the change could tilt Twitter Twitter in a rightward direction. No. And, well, actually, it is because guess what? Twitter is just a left-wing echo chamber mostly. So what it is, it's pushing it more to the right, but it's pushing it more towards the middle, not, not onto the right side. So it's going to be a, mod, a, a moderate um, um, platform, which is what it should be, where everyone from the, both the left, the right, independent, middle, anywhere else you could talk about can actually get together and have a conversation. That's what it should be. That that's just how it should be. <coughs> Insiders and observers say the changes. Okay, we just talked about that. If the citizens want something banned, then pass a law to do so. Otherwise, it should be allowed. He tweeted in May. Hundred per well, hundred percent. Well, in my opinion, the First Amendment is there, so you have the right to say whatever you want. In my view, as long as you're not threatening someone or threatening to harm or 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 threat or threatening to kill someone. Or, or, or like inciting violence. That, in my opinion, is illegal. Yeah. 
In his letter to advertisers, Musk um, also told Twitter, obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape. And no, no one's expecting that, where anything can be said with no consequences. Musk has floated the idea of subscription services at Twitter, including making commercial and government um, um, accounts pay for futures. Who knows? Who knows that this is going to be some really fun and interesting stuff right here. So, yeah. I've I've read I've read through the, this article enough, but that that's pretty fun right here. So yeah, but yeah, I'm glad Musk has finally purchased Twitter, and we finally have a chance to get some free speech back right here. We finally have some chance. Now I'm gonna read you a part of a, one more article before of, of, of that relates to this right here. So yeah, give me one second. I believe this is from the Daily Beast. I, let me recheck that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm going to read part of this article. I'm not going to read the entire thing. I'm just going to read you the basic idea of it. Right-wingers banned by Twitter excitedly await Musk's next move. Like, right here. Elon Musk's Twitter purchase has worried liberals and some Twitter employees, many of whom are expected to be fired by Musk. And this kind of stuff was hilarious. Like, yeah. Like, that woman who went on Joe Rogan's podcast a few years ago where she got torched by Tim Pool. Um, on that show, she got fired too, and she also recently removed Twitter from her bio on on the platform too. So that tells you something right there. <laughs> but at le- but at least one group of Twitter's observers, a little obsessives, is thrilled. The pro-Trump figures kicked off the site over the past few years, who now face the prospect that their lifetime bans will be lifted, and they should be. People were banned from just having opinions that the one side didn't like. There's no reason that that should happen, that they should be banned for that. Because guess what? They were literally going back in their in their post and going back to like nine, ten years before it and banning them for those posts, even before those rules were put in place. So that's thought crime. That's what you're pr- trying to push right there. So, yeah. But Twitter amnesty for these mega exiles could be could be could have repercussions far beyond their imminent um, delights and could remake both the online conservative movement and the Twitter experience itself. Hmm. On Thursday, as the $44 billion deal went into effect, Bloomberg reported that Musk plans to reverse um, Twitter's policy of issuing lifetime um, platform bans. Can't wait for that to happen. It's still not clear on what that means for people already banned from Twitter when it was public when it was a public company and Twitter didn't respond to requests for comment. Yeah, right wing personalities. God, you you can already tell how how left that the Daily Beast is right here. Right wing personalities banished from Twitter has spent months or in some um, cases years languishing on less popular right wing social media channels far from the mainstream relevance and a larger audience base they once enjoyed. On Telegram, one of these social media platforms where many figures banned from Twitter have ended up, Musk's purchase has been a hot topic. Ali Alexander, the Twitter banned January 6th rally organizer, assured his his fellow exiles that that their permanent suspensions would soon end. Hopefully it ends. Hopefully those end soon. Yeah, chirp, chirp, biatch. Alexander wrote, <laughs> reference to Twitter's bird branding. Yeah, that was hilarious. Others who may soon be gr- be granted access to Twitter's Twitter include Proud Boys founder Gavin McGinnis, who was not who didn't break any rules, was banned just for being associated with the Proud Boys. That's the only reason. So he didn't break any rules, and they just banned him for that. 
while the Taliban and Al-Qaeda and um, um, the Hamas is allowed there, who are actually terrorist group, groups and have killed American soldiers and, and have called for the um, de deaths of all Jews and the destruction of Israel. They're allowed on Twitter, but Gavin McGinnis and the Proud Boys aren't. Sorry about that, guys. Like I said, that um, that thing will keep happening no matter what. So, yeah, uh, the audio cut out again. So, so, yeah, but people like Trump, David Icke, Alex Jones, um, Steve Bannon, Gavin McGinnis, all these people, I can't wait for them to get back on, especially Trump and Alex Jones, because that is going to be some fun-ass stuff to see. Very, very fun. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. And just, like I'm thinking, me and Osiris are talking about once that they're allowed back on, we're going to be having like a celebration thing. Like basically, it's going to be like us partying and just having fun with it. So yeah, and uh, and like it's also talk. They also in the article talk about how like it'll allow QAnon people back on. Well, guess what? QAnon is to me is a whole bunch of bull crap. Like, um, it's 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 people on the right that have their own little mental illness too. Like, um, like it, it's it's pretty obvious. So, but like I said, it's even though it's as stupid as it is, they should be allowed back on. Like I said, the best way to counter wrong speech is with correct speech. And so, just let these people say what they want and just get over it because you don't have to w look at it. You can just literally put mute press the mute button on Twitter and you don't have to see any of this from those people. It's as simple as that. Literally, it's just that simple. Like even Ethan Klein, who I like was banned, well, on YouTube for like a week. I don't think he should have been banned in my opinion. Like even though he's someone on the left who I can't stand, he should not have been banned. Like he, like he, I, I like he talked about how um, if there were, like he made a joke about if there's another um, Holocaust, he thinks Ben should be gassed first. He said he hopes he is. Look, I don't like that he said. <coughs> I don't like he said that at all, but he should be allowed to say that, in my opinion. He should be, because uh, guess what? If I don't like it, I can just turn it off. But I also I do say, say this though. I don't feel any sympathy for him. I don't, because guess what? He was actually um he is actually a member of cancel culture and hoping that people get canceled. And so, so when it happens to him, yeah, that just tells you something right there. So yeah. Like I said, he should not have been banned. Like I, I hope, I hope things get worked out with him. I, I just hope so. I'm like yeah, but, but like yeah, you can, you could just get the idea right here. The uh, Daily Beast look as far left as they, they're so far left that um they are actually talking about how it's bad that Elon could lift these bans. So, like they're because like these, this a lot of these left wing sources and a lot of these um people on the left. They are pro censorship and don't want people on the right speaking because they are a threat to democ their own little um, uh, agenda. And hope and plus with the midterms coming up in like a, a week or two, this is going to help us a whole lot. And I can't wait because it's going to allow more and more people to see some things. Like, can you imagine if if like um, Twitter and Facebook didn't censor the Hunter Biden laptop story? Can you imagine what could have happened? Like, literally, it, it could have um, prevented um. Um, what happened in 2020 from happening. It literally could have stopped that from happening. 
and I and I like him. Trump could have won either way with the vote with the massive voter fraud. Like there would have been so many people that would have changed their vote. Like it 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 would have been a it, he would have been the landslide would have been so big for Trump. Like these these people could not have stole it then. So that like literally, I can you imagine what's going to happen now that um we have some free speech on one of the mainstream platforms now? So yeah. I'm just glad that um, we're heading down this direction. Free speech is back. And yeah. All right. Now I'm going to move on to the, the last topic I have here today. Um, there, I have two more I want to talk, talk about, but because it's so late, I, I think I'm only going to probably get to one of them. So yeah. Like, may, like maybe if I have time, I'll do the third one, but who knows? Like, yeah. But as you guys, I'm just going to show you a few videos from this because like this thing was hilarious and had, I had a hard time trying to get through it. Like about a few days ago, we had the um, John Fetterman. Is it John Fetterman? But yeah, the Fetterman and Dr. Oz debate, which was hard to get through because I I can't stand either Fetterman or Oz. Like, um, but um, Fetterman, like he had a stroke a few months ago, right before his campaign thing, and he makes Biden look like a sane person with the way he's been talking. Like it, it's not even funny. Like I literally feel bad for the guy. I truly do. Like, but I would actually would love to see a Fetterman and Biden have a have a debate because that would be hilarious. That would be that like if you had Fetterman and Biden on a stage having a debate, that would be pay per view le level um worthy. That it would just be hilarious. Like, there's no way I could st um, stop that. I I would love love to watch that, but <laughs> it was funny though. But like when I was watching the Fed, I had a hard time trying to watch the Fetterman and Oz debate because like I truly felt bad for Fetterman. Like, like why would his family or the Democratic in the Democratic Party allow him to run? The guy can't even speak. Like he literally kept stumbling. Like literally, the first thing he said when he was in the debate, he said was "Good, good night, everyone." Like um, when he was when you when you're supposed to say "Good morning, good good evening, everyone," that tells you something right there. Something's not right with them. Like a lot of people don't recover from strokes, strokes, and if they do, it takes a long time to do it. And like it was just a few months ago where he had the strokes. So, yeah, this is. But I, like I said, I still feel bad for the guy either way. So, like, yeah. Like let's. I'm gonna watch a few of these clips. For, well, I'm gonna show you some a few of the clips from the debate. Like. It's 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 sad, man. Like it's it's truly sad. So yeah, like uh, let's watch some of this right here. Um, like this is the opening statement stuff right here. Like, like I, I just want to show you guys this. Like this was hard to watch, really hard. One second, I'm trying. Oh, right here. Okay, I got it open right here. Just watch this, guys. With that, let's get started, Mr. Fetterman. We're going to begin with you. Your political experience includes serving as the mayor of Braddock, a small borough near Pittsburgh, and one term as lieutenant governor. You're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You mm. have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. You see, He's running to use Pennsylvania. Here's a man that spent more than $20 million of his own money to try to buy that seat. Um, it's his own money he's using. Talk about something called the Oz rule, that if he's on TV, he's lying. He did that during his career 
on his TV show. He's done that during his campaign about lying about our record here. And he's also lying probably during this debate. And let's also talk about the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And yeah. I might miss nope, some words during be. this debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm gonna keep coming back up. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about fighting for everyone in Pennsylvania. That Look, got he, down, you that should know to get back he, up he, he and shouldn't run. For all but then again, at the same time, he may not know that, that, also that he shouldn't down, because the stroke mess probably messed with his up. mind Thank a little. Thank you very so. much, Mr. Federman. Yeah. Mr. Oz, you are a doctor, a businessman, and television personality. But this is your first run for elected office. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator from Pennsylvania? You have 60 seconds. I'm running for the U.S. Senate because Washington keeps getting it wrong with extreme positions. I want to bring civility balance all the things that you want to do on the campaign the trail. And by doing that, we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late. Democrats, Republicans talking to each other. John Fetterman takes everything like to an extreme. Like the whole debate actually was removed from YouTube. Like, you can't find it on as an example, YouTube. You literally it's been cannot. Such a big they, problem. It was labeled as misinformation. Maureen Faulkner accompanied me today to the studio. You know that her husband was a police officer in Philadelphia. He was brutally murdered. John Fetterman, during this crime wave, has been trying to get as many murderers convicted and sentenced to life in prison out of jail as possible, including people who are similar to the man who murdered her husband. He does it without the, with the rest of the parole board agreeing. He's doing it without the families on board. These radical positions extend beyond crime to wanting to legalize all drugs, to open the border, uh, to, to raising our taxes. I want Washington to be civil again. Well, you need it to be. Washington was never radical. civil. John so Fetterman, unfortunately, oh, yeah. would bring that. Mr. Oz, thank you. Thank you for watching. Go to newsnationnow.com. Okay, like, I, we got to find, like, some more of this stuff right here. Like, um, like, uh, like, um, I want to see what they have um, here, right here. Like, some of the, it's hard to watch some of this. I'm running to serve right Pennsylvania. He's running to use. I'm going right to keep right involvement from the federal government. I don't, I don't, I support fracking. Right. The fracking part right guy. here. You know what? This part Why don't you pretend that you... This part is sad right here, the, the fracking part. You live in Vermont instead of Pennsylvania and run against Bernie Sanders. Pennsylvania only trails Texas in terms of natural gas production. Let's watch it. I strongly support fracking, drilling, the piping of that natural gas. I do support fracking. And... Oh, they, they cut it out like um they didn't show the part where... Uh, they, they didn't show the part where, like, um, where, like, um, he was asked why in 2018 did you say you you, you don't don't like fracking? But then he says right here that they cut it out where he says like I, I've always supported fracking. So like you can clearly see how much bullcrap is being pushed right here. So uh, let me try to find find this. Like, let me find it right here. Uh, where is it? I don't want to play any any Fox anything from Fox right here because it would seem like too biased. Uh, okay. Because yeah, where is this? Um, like they deleted a lot of this right here, so uh, I may have to go to the Tim Pool episode to find some of this. But I, I, I'm gonna have to go to Tim Pool show just to find to find some of this stuff right here because like they were watching it on live. So I'm gonna try to find that right here. Where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. 
right here. Right here. Touch with everybody. That but John, the okay. city was dangerous under your leadership, and that's why I the don't want to turn to you now, me. right here. It's a disaster, yeah. <laughs> and it puts people at risk. So I don't believe we should allow. I wonder if they're asking him about uh, the, the transition of kids that he was promoting ten years American ago. And yeah, radical positions like asked, the ones taken by Fetterman John Fetterman make it too extreme to serve. If we're going to bring balance to Washington, again, again, it's the off Biden. Give us freedom to frack. Mr. Oz, please right explain that changing position. 60 seconds. I've been very consistent. Fracking has been demonstrated. It's a very old technology to be safe. Uh, it is oh, okay, a right lifeline here. for this commonwealth to be able to build wealth, similar to what they own energy in order to. I'm trying to find this, the fracking part, right? This first stuff was. It's stunning to me because it's I'm the jobs I want. Tens of thousands of high-paying jobs to help Pennsylvania. Thank you, Mr. Again, Oz. Uh, Oz rule. Mr. Federman, you know, 15 I seconds. absolutely support fracking. In fact, I live across the street mm. from a, the, a steel mill, and they were going to frack to oh, right here. their own energy in order to make right them here. more competitive. And I support that, uh, living closer to right anybody here. else in Pennsylvania for fracking to myself. I believe that we need independence with energy, and I believe I've walked that line my entire career. I believe Democrats... Mr. Mr. Fetterman, right I here. do have a specific question, right which you here can continue on this topic, but you have made two conflicting statements regarding fracking. In a 2018 interview, right you said, quote, <laughs> I don't support yeah. fracking at Receipts. all. I never Please. have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking. I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fed. Well, he's just trying to change it just so he can get more votes. So, yeah, that that he said. That's why he said that. Please explain your changing position. I got, just watch Good question and good just job listen. by her. Uh, and, yeah, that it actually is a good question by her. Like. Luke was right in that part. So, yeah, I, I, you guys got to listen to what um, John said. You, you, you just got to watch. I've, I've always supported fracking. Our energy yeah. is, is critical it's and we can't be held, you know, you know, ransom to somebody like Russia. Look, said, look how, strugg look how much he's struggling. Look how much. Energy independence is critical. And I've always believed that. And I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their 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 industry but i support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence i must correct the record uh, well, he uh, just a second mr oz yeah. i do want to clarify something you're saying tonight that you support fracking that you've always supported fracking but there is yeah. that 2018 interview that you said quote mm -hmm. i don't support fracking at all so how yep. do you square the two good job yeah it really is a good job my lived experience oh uh, I, I I do support fracking, and <laughs> I love oh, I, love, I don't I love fracking. I support fracking. I frack and all I the stand time, oh. and I do support fracking. Whoa, okay, Mr. Fetterman! You can't even answer the question. It's not just Look, a one was you before read. the primary. There's pictures uh, of him no, We have to go. We have to move on. But we I, have I, to get I, the fundamentals of the truth out we, here. John we Fetterman have a over and over again took positions against energy. We have a lot of topics. You will have a chance to have that in your. one one comment then. The energy industry is living in fear. John Fetterman, I want to know Mr. Ross, we want to now turn to public safety. Yeah. Mr. Federer, oh, Republicans have called you dangerously soft on crime. The yeah. Pennsylvania State Troopers Association has endorsed yeah. Democrat Josh to, Shapiro for governor. To move, find some the ones more I described stuff. should be followed. Let's see how it works out. 
Okay. Thank you. Lisa, on to I don't our agree next with issue, them, but he should have said unconstitutional. It has been a problem yeah, in the United States. Look at think was that part right here. How, what, what did he even just say? How long ago was the stroke? For you, Mr. A couple months ago? in May. Hey. Like they had the projector, two projectors behind them. Like just to, like they like it was it was said that they request requested one just so he can just so Fetterman can like him say it better because he's still struggling a little bit with the stroke. But why do they need two? Clearly. And so that just tells you a whole lot right there. And it's saying everything that they're saying. So is it to just help him? Well, there, it is to help him, but because he's because his condition is so bad, he needs that to help just even read at all. So that tells me a whole lot right there. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's really, really weird right there. I'm going to play about one more minute of this, then I'm going to wrap this episode up. Kamala May? Harris That's says insane, man. the southern border border is secure, yes, yet we are seeing an unprecedented number of migrants crossing. Is the border secure? I hear for Republican lawmakers. We need to send. I made the opportunity to defend my community as the, the chief law enforcement officer there. From Everybody in Braddock, uh, an yeah. overwhelmingly majority uh, community of, of black uh, community, all understood what happened. You know, they uh, they understood what happened. And everybody yeah. agreed that and nobody believes that it was anything about me making a split second decision to, to defend our community as well. Why not apologize? Uh, 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 Mr. Oz, please. Uh, we, we are still with Mr. Fetterman turning to you right now. You support. Who can type this fast? Does not. Yeah. Compute. No, I, I just believe he needs to do more Whoa. about supporting uh, and fighting about in, in, inflation. Uh, and I, I do believe he can do more about that. But uh, at the end of the day, I think Joe Biden is a good, good family man. And oh, I believe God. he stands oh. for the human way of life. And I believe that Joe Biden being a good family man. Oh, my God. Uh, just by just talking about the Ashley Biden diary. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, that is ironic right there. So, yeah. By, call, by saying Joe Biden's a family man, a good one. And we have to bring up the Ashley Biden diary. I'm curious, Dr. Oz, as much as I can't stand him, he probably should have brought that up just to say something against that. Because that would have been hilarious right there, just to like bring that up. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's incredibly scary stuff right here. That employment, unemployment is already down. To the lowest level in the last 50 years. Oh, it's an thank auto you, gentlemen. Dennis. Speech Let's turn now, amazing. gentlemen, to the issue of social I mean, security. Responses. It is only fully funded through 2034. Many Americans actually buy to disagree with that statement. Their full benefit yep. or have to accept yep. cuts to their benefits. Good thing, Mr. Luke. Fetterman, yeah. how are you going to make sure it is there for them? You have 60 seconds. We need to make sure that Dr. Oz and the Republicans believe in cutting Medicare and in, uh, Social Security. And I believe that like they gotta be reading. have to support and yeah. expand Social Security. It seems like he's reading their responses. Yeah, it, it, like it does seem like he's reading. He does. Really does. I would support and stand shopping. and to support Security. Uh, Sounds like a robot. Security. Super weird. Okay, yeah, thank you, Mr. Oz. Same weird. question to you. How are you going to make sure that Social Security is available for future Americans. You have 60 seconds. We made a deal with the wonderful seniors of our nation. They worked their hearts out. They paid into a program. No one's going to touch it on my watch except to make sure that it's stronger than it is for education. The, and I can tell you the reason that the prices have gone up six. The, the Roe v. Wade part. State schools a to make it degree? more affordable. Oh, and that means a four degree. 
to make sure everyone has the opportunity. Going to college isn't. Yeah, where's we're finding the Roe v. Wade thing first in like this episode. That I, my campaign is all about fighting for anyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down. I tried to work with Democrats and Republicans <laughs> and people in the middle. 50 seconds. The fact that our country is not projecting. 50 seconds. Great, uh, oh, my. And I think you should sit this one out about in terms of what a. a we're fine. Though I think. Well, no matter what they did to get in there, a guy okay. he. With black clergy leaders who okay, are okay, I can't find that. It would take too long. But like, um, basically, what I was going to show you about the Roe v. Wade, what he was saying about Roe v. Wade, it sounded like he rehearsed it over and over again. Like he kept saying, like Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade. I support Roe v. Wade. Like literally, but because they were talking about like whether Roe v. Wade should be codified or not, Oz said he does. He wouldn't support any federal things of doing it, or and plus he wouldn't vote on any bill um um to 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 push to to ban abortion on the federal level. He said he wouldn't take anything away from the states. So who knows if he would hold that up? I don't know. But Fetterman was just saying like he support he like he just supports Roe v. Wade. That's all he was saying. It sounded like he was re just n doing nothing but rehearsing that line over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So it didn't feel legit at all. So, yeah. All right. It's getting late right here now. So I'm going to end this episode right here because I got to go get some sleep right here. Well, like guys, um, this video is right now is live on Rumble and Twitter. Like, I'm having this episode live on Twitter because just to celebrate um, Elon Musk actually purchasing Twitter. So yeah, like this episode is gonna be it's gonna be re remaining on Twitter too. The, like, um, it won't be on YouTube or Facebook at all because I don't want my channel getting in trouble. So yeah, because I said a lot of stuff right here that could get my sh my show in trouble. So yeah. All right, guys. Make sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel here on Rumble. Also, follow me on Twitter if you're watching right here. If you're watching all the, on the, all the podcast, any of the podcast platforms, follow me there too. Also, follow me on all the other social media platforms as well. Because I'm trying to build my brand up to like um, reach a broader audience. Because my channel has been shadow banned, so I'm trying to make I'm trying to grow it more. So yeah, thank you guys for that. All right, I'm Ray, the host of the Rate Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 77. Catch you guys later. Peace.